now. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace and I am joined in studio with Sharon McNamara. Hello. Hello. This is like deja vu. It's just like the the Mel and Sharon. And remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, I wrote on the board, Shat and Mel, we don't smell. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I hope we don't smell today. Yeah, we don't smell. But um, I'm really, you know, I don't know where George, I think, is maybe taking a vacation day, but we have one of our favorite. Favorites in the WATD studio tonight. Hello, Larry. (laughs) Hey, ladies. How's it going? Oh, we're great. I'm happy to have you with us tonight. Good to be with you tonight. Good. I I heard you say WADD. I feel like I have ADD right now. (laughs) I'm like, it's been a day. It's it's been a day for sure. And we're a little giddy. So uh, buckle up. Uh, Buckle up, people, because here we go. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we're going to continue our conversation that we had started the uh, Saturday. We had a great show on Saturday and we had a a caller who called in and we had really good conversation about the market and the state of the economy. We talked about inventory we talked about rates increasing how that affects buyers how it affects sellers some of my bold predictions for the fall Uh, I actually got a text message from somebody after the show that um, disagreed with one of my predictions so we can talk about that tonight too did I tell you that (laughs) no you didn't yeah I got a text message Um, I was like hey wait a second I got a radio show I could whatever I say is true isn't it oh gosh no I don't think that's right (laughs) Um, but for all of you uh, who join us every Tuesday night and you don't know we are live on Saturdays from 10 to 11 now um, Sharon and I've been doing the show a couple weeks now right Sharon about three weeks so this will be our fourth week um, so um, but every once in a while we'll do a replay so we can have a little little time off too but um, but yeah so we're live uh, every every Saturday 10 to 11 so we're going to be continuing on with our 
I love I'll, Tuesdays, but I've really enjoyed our Saturdays. It's sort of like our little time together, don't you think? I, well, we have time together right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> We've spent the whole day together, <laughs> which is which is why we're so giddy. This is what happens uh, when we spend the whole day. Um, um, we're also, we got two new fish in our fish tank today. I know. Where, um, you and Mark are really into these fish. We're very into them. I, I don't know anything about fish. I'm learning. We have a saltwater fish tank we got for Mark for Christmas um, here at the office. So we're um, introducing new fish um, every couple weeks and um, I get the pleasure of naming all of them <laughs> and yeah, everyone's like job. we need a chart well you said that you wanted some uh famous uh sh- the sailboats and i came up with the nina the pina whatever <laughs> <laughs> the mia santa no. maria <laughs> yeah we uh today we got a uh sail fin sail sail fin something yeah. to, to, i don't know something yeah. something to do with a sail fish whatever anyways we're Um, really excited about it anyways um yes so anyways we're going to be continuing on with our conversation from Mm -hmm. saturday so if you didn't tune in um we'll do a little recap we did have a caller so we sort of geared Mm -hmm. in a different direction so that's why we're um sort of continuing on with our conversation but uh we will be talking about home maintenance Mm -hmm. tips uh tricks whatever of um in the in the spring time so it's not necessarily to prepare your house for spring market or anything it's just sort of how to maintain your home every spring um and sort of get the longevity of of sort of yeah your... I mean everybody I think you made such a good point on Saturday when Thank we were you. having this conversation um but one of the things that you brought up was you know you know you may have a you know 30 year shingled roof but if you don't take care of it is it really going to last you the full 30 years so yeah um again we're doing you know full maintenance spring it's springtime is a really good time to be doing some of these items and it's really again if you're thinking about putting your house on the market great maybe you should be thinking about these things because we do see that sometimes people buy a house they don't do anything for 10 years then they decide to put it on the market and then they're doing everything mm-hmm. um but maybe you're gonna sell like you know National Association of Realtors says people generally are moving seven to 10 years. So yeah, you don't want to have that all piled up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, we will say that our third team member, Mary Baker does yeah. have the night off. She is going to the Red Sox yeah. game with our other team member, yeah, Evis. Evis Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, Evis won tickets last week at one of her realtor things that yeah, she went she to. She did a CE class. CE yeah. class um, with a, uh, I think a attorney. Maybe? Attorney's office. I um, think, yeah. yeah. So she won tickets. So she asked me if she wanted to go. So the two of them are enjoying a night out on the town. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sharon and I are here ready for your questions, comments, concerns. Yeah, no, concerned. <laughs> Maybe um, you have some concerns. Yeah. Like, you just get to the main topic here. Yeah. You can um, give Larry a call at the studio 781-837-4900 and you can join our conversation. Yes. Absolutely. And we are live on Facebook too. So I'm, I'm multitasking over here. Yeah. So if you could talk for a second. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, uh, we take all of our uh, videos. We're live streaming here in the studio so we put those onto our YouTube page you can find us on Facebook uh, you can find us on Sharon Costa McNamara that's me or you can go to any of our connect pages Boston Connect Real Estate obviously and wherever you are Marshfield Connect Pembroke Connect Hanover Connect Norwell Connect Situate Connect all the uh, connect pages you can find our shows um, and um, Larry, you were awesome to sort of help us this week to try to figure this out. So we're hoping that it works uh, for uh, some of our streaming stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm back. Okay. Um, you have my full attention now. All right. Um, so let's just start like we did last week on Saturday. So 
this time of year is a really good time to, you know, the snow is gone, the cold weather is gone. And I had made mention on one of our shows maybe a year or two ago, it must have been a couple of years ago, that um, I was having my house painted and Kevin Senna, who from Senna Painting out of Pembroke, was doing the painting at my house. And I realized I don't really go to the left side of my house ever. So like my driveway and my door is on the right-hand side. So there's really no need for me to ever go on the left-hand side. But Kevin was over there painting one morning and I wanted to just say, hey, I'm taking off if you need anything in the house, let yourself in. And um, so we did that and um, I went over there and I saw a big, huge crack in my chimney. Mm -hmm. So that was not fun that there was a big crack in my yeah. chimney. So so what ended up happening? So we ended up just having to get that repaired. But my point is, is that I think that it's important for us to, you know, now that, like I said, the warmer weather is here, just walk around the perimeter of your house and look at all the exterior things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what, what we sort of talked about on Saturday, um, you know, take that extra sort of not mile, but a little walk around your house and look at the areas of your home um, that you don't typically go to. Um, you're not looking at, um, I know Sharon, you have some, some big trees at your house and it might get shade in one part of, you know, the exterior of your home. Well, there can be like, what is it like? Not mold and mildew, but like, um, like moss and yeah, stuff like moss, that. like, you know, and you might not ever really notice that. So if you don't take care of that, that could cause some damage to the exterior of your home. I know that, you know, there are people who have even rooms or closets or areas of their interior home um, that they never really go to. It might be for storage or anything. So if something is going on in that part of the room or that part of the house, you know, you might catch it too late. Um, so take a little walk around the interior of your house too. Like take sort of an inventory of the places that you don't typically go to the drawers. You don't typically open the, the doors, the everything windows you don't typically open. Um, and sort of look around yeah. that way. That's one of the things too, is I don't know if everybody else does this. Um, and again, if you have any questions, uh, for us tonight, even if it doesn't have anything to do with related to the conversation we're having tonight, feel free to give us a buzz. We're happy to answer any of the questions that you may have for us. Um, yeah, and if you have any fish and you have named them, <laughs> just give us some suggestions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But so yeah. one of the things that we do, every, I like to do every year, is I like to take the screens off of my windows every year in the wintertime just because, you know, when you get that wind that's driving snow and ice and everything that builds up, I hate when it, like, sticks to the screens. So I actually drove by your house the other day, and I saw, like, where Mary's bedroom is. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the screens is, like, all ripped yeah. and tattered. And mm -hmm. I was like, why doesn't she just take that down? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't ask questions. It's yeah. not my house. Yeah, I know. But still, <laughs> I'm like, hey, take that down, will you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it yeah, take a, take a sort of a walk around and, mm -hmm. and see what's going on. Um, even like with decking, like mm -hmm. you can wood rot and yeah. stuff like that. Like even underneath your windowsills, um, those are things that you might not mm -hmm. be thinking about on an everyday like basis, but yeah. like sort of inspect mm -hmm. um, the things that that yeah. you don't typically look at everything that's going on. Um, so, um, we are now live on Facebook, so that should be working better now. Um, that mm -hmm. 
Larry, just so you know, that didn't work. Um, so we um, right now. Yeah. So we're in the, the we're out the exterior. We're out yeah. the exterior. We're still on the exterior. <laughs> we're still right? on the exterior. So. Um, so I'm going to go through some of them. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You're going to do you over there. Okay. So one thing, like I said, I walked around my house. I saw that the chimney had a crack in it. So definitely do that walk around the perimeters. But this time of year, you certainly want to be looking up before you walk underneath any trees because tree limbs and everything else may be falling. Um, you know, so you want to just make sure that you're looking around so nothing falls on you. They call them widow makers for a reason. Uh, so you just want to make sure that you're doing that. Um, the other thing is you want to check your gutters get those cleaned out. There are definitely companies out there that do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, get the gutters cleaned out. Make sure that the gutters, you know, the downspouts and where the water is draining out of, make sure that that is all working as well. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they'll move and shift, you know, the ones on the bottom. Yeah. Um, they make sure they're extended out away from your house. And I know like last weekend, Mark had actually put on, um, what did he do? He did, um, he did mulch around my house and, um, you want to make sure that you don't put the mulch right up against the foundation because that will attract bugs and you don't want to attract bugs. And it also holds water and moisture. So you definitely don't want that to happen either. So you definitely want to make sure that you're getting that mulch away from there. You also want to be cutting back a lot of like your trees in front of your house and bushes. You don't want those growing up the side of your house. Again, it's just a really great place for bugs to sort of hang out and uh, get into your house and do more damage. Now I know like last week I actually had uh, safety fumigant mm -hmm. who um, they come to they the come office. Here, yeah. yeah. They come to the office and they go to um, my house. They came by and they did their exterior spraying. So they must be spraying for, I'm trying to get them to come on the show um, because I think it would be a good show to have about, yeah. you know, exterminating and what to do for regular maintenance. So you want to make sure that you're doing that and mm -hmm. um, mice right now, right? Mice everywhere. Yeah. Mice, I mice. mean, it's, it's not like, uh, I feel like mice get sort of a bad rap. Like it's not mm. like totally terrible when you find a mouse in your house, although yeah. like they're not supposed to live there but like yeah. it's not that uncommon mm -hmm. um unless Casey, Casey. Caught, yeah Casey's caught <laughs> unless 15 Casey. of them in her apartment um, in the south end yeah. by like the way like we've we've had a mouse or two in the house in in the couple years mm -hmm. that I've lived um with Mary and like Zoe just wants to play with it yeah. like and just murder it yeah. but Zoe is her cat not Zoe's her child cat. no <laughs> <laughs> um but I was, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about the mice because on the outside, I know a lot of times people will put like, you know, those flannel covers over their AC condensers. And I've heard that that is not really a good idea or recommended like they are built the way that they're built to keep the snow and everything out. But when you put those on there, the mice like to sort of hide in there. So mm -hmm. make sure that you go and sort of inspect your AC unit before you turn it on, because this is the time of year that you would want to be checking it just to make sure because you don't want to wait until the first heat wave to call your HVAC guy to tell him you have no AC. So you want to do that. You want to change your vents as well inside your house, all your air filters. There's so much to do when you own a house. Yeah. You just jumped inside. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's because I started talking about well, the AC. Yeah. What else, okay. Well, what else do we have going on outside before we move to the interior? Hmm. Pool? Yeah, the pool. 
but you know, I don't know. You should have a company. So I mean, I'm married to a plumber, so he does all that. So I mean, yeah. I take care of the cabana. I'll, I'll be cleaning out the cabana this weekend. You know, we'll put the refrigerator on and all the water. That's the other thing too is with like your silcox. Hope, hopefully, you shut those off the right way. Even if you have a frost-proof silcox, uh, you want to make sure that um, hopefully you detached your hose from that because the water can get backed up and it can still crack and split. But you want to make sure that um, you know you didn't have any cracks or freeze-ups this past winter. Uh, we did have a very cold winter. I thought. Um, I feel like we're having a very cold spring. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of it. We had a nice day last week, I yeah, think. But, but today day. was cold. Yeah, one day freezing. doesn't make up for how cold I am I all the time around here. Yeah, that's true. Um, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located here on the South Shore. And our agents uh, service all of South Shore, South Coast, down to the Cape. We do Metro Boston. We do, we're do. we all over. So um, if you have any questions for any of us and our agents, feel free to call the office, 781 Two six eight thousand, uh, and Melissa is happy to get you connected with one of our agents who can is happy to help you. Yeah. Uh, but if you have questions for us tonight, how can they reach us? Um, you can reach us. Did you give the studio number? Sorry, I wasn't listening. No, I'm asking. Seven eight one. Oh, seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero. Um, or give us a little shout out on Facebook. Um, okay. Exterior, anything else we t- we said, walk around, well, you want to check out the roof, check right? out the roof. So Instabright, I know they do a lot of commercials on WATD and they do a great job because if you get that moss buildup on your, you know, on the side of your house, if you have vinyl, you don't even have to have vinyl, whatever you have and on your roof, you definitely don't want to just take a power washer and just like attack it. Yeah. I was reading like, um, I was reading something that said, uh, give your house a bath. Yeah. But you don't necessarily need a power washer mm. um, because you could actually do more damage yep. than good. Like mm-hmm. not every house needs a power washer. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because the power wash sometimes what people will do is they just put mm-hmm. it on full force and, make and sure then you, they're taking yeah. away the shingles. Make sure you close all your windows and doors before you <laughs> <laughs> give your house yeah. a bath. <laughs> well, actually, I've had a client in the past who um, he had somebody come and they power washed the house and did a terrible job and they chopped up a lot of the cedar shingles and it was like stuck in their screens yeah. and on their windows and everything else. So I say hire a professional. I know um, Instabright again is the company that I use for both the office and for my home. And they do like a spray. Like I have to do it like maybe every five years and what it does like on the roof, like there's some areas that will get like sort of that like little buildup of mossy, whatever. Yeah. And it just dries out with the sun and falls off. Yeah. Um, something you want to also look for anything that's on the exterior of your home that might be made of wood. You want to look for any cracks that, or damage from Mm -hmm. water. Um, I think I read something that it's like called winter grime. So like Mm -hmm. you don't, Oh, we do. We do. What is our caller's name? I'm sorry. Who was it? From Pembroke. Hello. Hello, Hi, Bonnie. Bonnie. How are you? I miss you, you girls. <laughs> oh, we're here. Hello. We miss you. Yeah. I we know you're to... talking grime, so when you're in the mood, <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to know what you recommend for natural shingles, which I cannot stand, that are on three sides of my house. And that is like a power wash type of thing. You know, I would call Instabright. They do a really good job. I have them at my house. Yeah, all right. That's why I looked at you. I'm like, you have natural shingles. I have natural shingles at my house. And, you know, and that's one of the things, too, is if you have the natural that sort of went to like the – 
like sort of like that brownish color, yep. I would suggest calling Instabrite, having a good cleaning done on it, and then have a painter come out. And because when we put our shingles up on our house, we had the pre-dipped ones, mm-hmm. so it had a little bit of color to it. Like, yes. but and then just I would just stain them if you don't. I like know. Them. I think that, that's where we're going, thing. and that was my question. Mm. Yeah, but I would All definitely right, then I have, have a fish name for you. Oh, you do? <laughs> I'm sure you've named one Wanda. We haven't. So oh, come on, have... a fish called Wanda. I know, I know we haven't. Um, yeah, we, <laughs> I could go on about why I've named all the, we do have um, two clownfish. So obviously one is Nemo. I didn't name that one, but then I named the other one Elbow because it's Nemo, Elbow. <laughs> Very funny. Um, yeah, but we, and then we have a Dory fish. I don't even know. What's the, what's the name of a Dory fish? I don't know. It's I didn't Dora. name that one either, but well, that I, was my I've next named... thing. It's a boat thing. So, um, how about Victoria? Mm. That was Ed Kennedy's sailboat. Oh. Ed Kennedy. Victoria, you can have a beautiful regal angelfish or whatever, like a you know. Well, I was I was looking up. Uh, who was it? Harold Vanderbilt was a sailor. He was a Ooh. he he got a lot of um. So I was gonna name him Harold. Uh, Bico, you know, I'm really, Bico. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the Kennedys. You know, like last yeah, time I, know, I read I know, like I four books on the Kennedys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who wasn't? Yes. Um, and then yeah. they used to sail the boats that they used to sail were called Wianos, Wiano Junior and Wiano Senior. Oh. So you could name one Wiano. Wiano, yeah. There you I, go. I, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we had a. Yeah, we had one that looked like a salamander. His name was Sal, obviously, but I don't even know what kind of... He passed away, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but um, we got a new one today. He's, he's like, clear but with red all over him, so I named him Sid or Sidious because one of the um, Darth... It's Darth Sidious from, from Star cool. Wars. That's <laughs> so great. his name's Sid. So we had Sal and you Sid. Know, you know how we're having too, way too much fun over here, Bonnie. We'll have to come go, visit yeah. us again. Yeah, yeah. come yeah. and visit the fish. Say hi to Mark, and you guys are, you girls are doing a great show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely Bonnie. give Instabright a call. I will. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. So that was Bonnie from Pembroke. She's one of our listeners. Mark does the plumbing at her house. She's great. She actually stopped by. I remember she had won a gift certificate. Yeah, she yeah. came by, and we're sitting here chatting with her. And, yeah, we have to go take a cruise one yeah. day, too. So we will plan on doing oh, that. Oh, yeah, we'll take a cruise. Yeah, we're going to take a cruise yeah. with her. We'll go into Boston. We're also we'll all going cruise. to Vegas together. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a company. Um, yeah. All right, so back to our topic. We are talking about spring maintenance yeah. tips. Uh, even, you know, whether you're thinking about selling your house or not, these are just really good tips that you should be thinking about doing just to keep, you know, up with the maintenance of your home. And, you know, so when the time does come that you don't have to try to do everything all at once. So, you know, now that the winter is over, I think it's a really good time to have your boiler sort of uh, cleaned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you have oil, forced, you know what I mean? Just, just uh, forced hot water with oil. Uh, even if you, well, I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, if you have a boiler, you should definitely, (laughs) you know, I would think have that cleaned out. Yeah. I mean, why wait until you get, you know what I mean? Right now, things are sort of slowing down for those people. That's when you want to have these services done. One of the services, um, jumping into the inside right now, again, is I just contacted somebody this week to clean out all of the air ducts in both the office and in my home. So, Uh, They are going to be coming to the office on May 10th and it's pretty inexpensive, you know, but you're breathing this stuff in. If you think about, 
you know, one of the things I was thinking about is at my house when we had, we just had the hardwood floors sort of done. So there's like a lot of, even though they say it's dustless, there's dust all over. There was dust all over the place. So I know that that's stuck in the vents. So I want to have those cleaned. I want to have my dryer vents are going to get cleaned. Um, I'm just going to go into my little OCD yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, something else that I, um, came up with was sump pump. So mm. make sure that your sump pump, because in the spring it rains a lot. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that your sump pump is working before all of that rain, which you should probably do it even before the snow starts to melt, because mm -hmm. once the snow starts to melt, obviously there's water. Um, mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that if that water happens to come into your basement, mm -hmm. um, that that the sump pump is working, but mm -hmm. it's, it rains a lot. I mean, it was raining today. It was, it was like Florida. It was bright and sunny and raining today. I didn't even see it raining. Well, when I went to go get coffee, it was pouring. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. I was so like intrigued in my office doing whatever I was doing. Um, yeah. So I do think with the sump pump, I think it's really a good idea to also have like a battery backup on yeah. those. Uh, just because a lot of times when you have these big storms, you lose electricity. So I know that I did have a listing one time down the Cape and and nobody was living in it at the time and the electricity was going on and off, on and off, on and off. And it blew out the yeah. circuit breaker yeah. and the sump pump broke and there was mm, a good foot of water in that basement. Um, I know that you talked about the chimney, but like even for people, I'm just thinking about like at our house, we really only had maybe one or two fires this, yeah. this um, winter, but I feel like even when you don't use something, I feel like it's all the more reason to have it checked because it's not doing what it's, oh, it's made to, to do. Yeah. Like, you know, so you sort of forget about it and you're not using it. So like you just sort of move on and, and do something else. But I feel like things or mechanicals that you don't regularly use, mm -hmm. you should be sort of looking at those things to make sure that when you do go mm -hmm. to use them, they are going to work. Well, I remember when I think it was... It was at Mary's in Sam's house that something went. I think the water heater went. Yeah, I think the water and heater. And he, so that was like vented through something in the basement. But when he opened it up, it was like stuffed with like bird, like a bird had made a nest and everything else in there. And that's like really, really dangerous. So you want to make sure that you're checking your flues and everything else to make sure that there isn't anything stuck in there. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want carbon monoxide coming back in your house. That's yeah. why you should also have your carbon monoxide <clears throat> detectors. So those are good for 10 years. So if you've had yours, been in your house for 10 years and never changed out your carbon monoxide detectors, now you have to do that. And there are all kinds of rules that go along with that. So you can get all that information. Uh, State of Massachusetts has, you know, the fire department for the marshal, fire marshal um, has all that information. But every town may have a different uh, bylaw to go along with it. For example, Pembroke has a bylaw that you have to have a smoke detector above your dryer. Yeah. Not every town has that. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're checking in with your town mm -hmm. to make sure that you're putting all those in the yeah. right place. Some towns require a smoke detector in every bedroom mm. or 10 feet from a bedroom door. That's um, the carbon monoxide. Yeah. Every 10, it has to be within 10 feet of every bedroom. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but I also think that a rule of thumb should be, if you look up in your smoke detector is yellow, you should change it. <laughs> Cause not only is it gross. <laughs> well, and you know, we just had, that daylight. it's probably old. Yeah. We just had daylight savings recently too. And that's a really good reminder to change out the batteries. So you should be changing those out every twice a year, you know, changing out the batteries. But, um, the other thing too, there are a lot of rules that go along with your carbon monoxide detectors and your smoke detectors, because if you, 
have if they're um, hardwired, then they all have to be hardwired. So you definitely should uh, look into that. And too, I mean, you want to be safe with your family. I know that there was a fire recently in Pembroke. It came up on my ring doorbell alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Av. Yeah. Also, like, there's requirements that they have to talk to each other, mm-hmm. and and if fire, 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 carbon monoxide detected. <laughs> um, so they have to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're hardwired, all that fun stuff, battery and operated. When they start twerp, twerping, twerping. <laughs> when, when they start chirping, that doesn't mean you just go ahead and undo it, and <clears throat> hopefully it will go away. Yeah. I'll never forget the time, you know, and that was when I was new in the career. So it was, I've been doing this what twenty one years now feels like I've been saying 21 years for a very long time but 20 years ago 21 years but I remember going to a house and I showed up and all the uh, smoke detectors were out on the driveway like all like smashed but they were still chirping and I went in the house and there was like you know like a two-year-old baby walking around with a diaper there was a big St. Bernard in there that frequented on the floor oh. yeah and I was like I want to call I want to call somebody because this is terrible yeah I was like you need to have your smoke detectors up so anyways make sure you have them up okay all right what's next um I don't know we're inside so what mm-hmm. what else um spring maintenance tips inside yeah so um we were talking about the vents already which is good but other than um the maintenance I think that one this time of year, what's really good to do as well is just to like purge and to go through things because things just pile up, pile up, pile up. I find myself doing that all the time. Like, oh, I'm just going to throw it at the bottom of the stairs in the basement and then I'll put it away later. So it's a really good time to just sort of clean out your garage, clean out your attic spaces. <clears throat> when you're up in your attic, you should be looking at your, you know, look at the, the up above. See, is there any signs of mold? Is Did any water penetrate over the winter? Um, just making sure that you have no little critters up there and making sure that things are cleaned out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> cleaning, spring cleaning. Yeah, I love spring cleaning. <clears throat> spring cleaning, but also probably maintaining that throughout mm-hmm. the year yeah. <laughs> would be best too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, something when I was doing the research is um, establish a family emergency plan. Hmm. Hmm. I think, um, I, you know, with sort of, families or living dynamics it it changes every so often so Mm -hmm. to sort of all be on the same page of what happens if this happens what happens if this happens Mm -hmm. type of thing um I just saw a story um on the news actually it was actually a nice story I think it was like a little girl she was like four years old her mother had passed out in the house and she called 911 and they asked her what her address was and she couldn't remember the number. I think it was like in Florida and she ran out to the mailbox to get the number off of the mailbox. Uh-huh. Which I thought was pretty smart for a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Pembroke, you have to have your numbers on your house visible from the street. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's something she could have just looked up. Yeah. She lived in Pembroke. The other thing too that... Um, it's so interesting because this isn't really a maintenance tip, but it is something that definitely comes up when you have daylight savings is timers. Cause I don't yeah. know why all timers just aren't dust to dawn, but that's just me. Um, and then they have, you know, the timers that you have to set and the numbers are so small. Like you can't even read these things, but anyways, I noticed all my lights are coming on when it's still bright out. So you want to go around to all your timers. You should just make a checklist and just walk around. Yeah. Your house. I mean, you could spend all day just doing these little things all day, every day. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely um, setting different timers. I know, like, at, at least at our house, like, every so often, Sam might, you know, decide, okay, we want to leave the light on throughout the night, or we want to leave the light on just, like, during the day, or not leave it on. So, mm-hmm. sort of establishing what it is. Because now, it's like, it, a month ago, it was pitch black outside Mm -hmm. right now when Mm -hmm. we're doing the show and now it's so bright well Mm -hmm. not so bright but at least it's the sun's going to sleep and uh and um you know so it it changes it literally changes overnight so um keeping up with that so another thing to think about is uh your septic system so you want to just maybe have that uh, pumped out. This is a good time of year to have that done so they can put the grass back and it will grow in. Um, that's the other thing too. We are going to have, um, we were going to have him on tonight, uh, but he wasn't able to do it, but, um, the, oh, yeah. We're going to have a landscaper on uh, just to talk about what are some maintenance tips and ideas to get that lawn nice and green and um, like doing lime and uh, he's going to be yeah. doing all kinds of stuff at our house. So did we talk about sprinklers? No, we did not. No. So, and you've been talking about sprinklers, I, I feel like, yesterday, all, at least I a know. lot yesterday. Um, and t- talking with this gentleman that you were just mm-hmm. saying um, about sprinklers and, and hopefully not hitting a line if we put a tent up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but but sprinklers also have a timer, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and I think, is it true that you should sort of, the first time you put your sprinklers on for the season, you should do it by zone? So you know that mm. like the sprinkler heads pop up? Yep. You have um, to go around and check each sprinkler head. Yeah. So I know Mark takes care of all that stuff with us, but he'll put the sprinklers on and he'll just make sure that each head will pop up. So you just have to adjust them. Yeah. They have little tools too that you have and you can just adjust them and rotate them just to make sure that they're not like stuck in one position uh, over the winter. So they get all like stuck down and everything. Mm-hmm. So you put those on, make sure that those are ready to go and get that grass nice and green. And you should have a well if you have sprinklers. So I know a lot of towns don't allow you to use water from your house. Yeah. So anyways, that's just my tidbit on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, also, like, even being familiar with the town regulations mm-hmm. um, are important because even if you are preparing to put your house on the market for the spring, um, you know, if you come across a buyer who is savvy or ha- has a savvy buyer's agent, they're going to ask for, um, for, oh, my God, the words. Uh, no, um, permits, permits. Yes. So you Mm want to make sure that if you do any home improvements to your home, you are, you know, within the sort of town guidelines and you get the right permits and, Mm -hmm. um, because someone will probably be asking for those. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when you're thinking about all the different things to do around your house, Again, our you, the goal is is to make everything that you have last a little bit longer. And I know with some of the listings that we've had in the past, I remember one that we had last year, we got so many comments just because the house was so clean. Um, it was so organized. I mean, those are my favorite listings that I go into. And, you know, we had one a few years ago and he had like his tool, like his workshop down in the basement and he had like his hammers, his screwdrivers, everything were up on the wall and he actually had them traced out with like a black Sharpie. Mm -hmm. So he knew where each thing went. And then he also had um, this other one that we had last week 
was um, not last week, last year. He had like labeled all of his paint cans. We had more people compliment on the paint cans than anything else. But that just shows pride of ownership. So if mm-hmm. you do go to sell your house, you have it um, all taken care of. <laughs> I keep getting you with your eyes closed. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm just taking a picture. No, I'm just doing our social media stuff. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the exterior of your home is the first thing that people are going to see, mm-hmm. whether they're trying to buy it or not. Yeah. So, um, you know, pride of ownership. Is and just really... freshening things up just makes you feel good when you yeah. pull up to your house and there's nothing left. You know, you know what I mean? Like it just feels so good to, to drive up and see, like I put some flowers out this weekend. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just makes you feel good. You know, check your front door and you can paint, you know, paint your front door if it has all any chipping paint mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, one thing too, that's always so good to do this time of year inside when you're doing like sort of that spring cleaning is just a really, really, really good wash of like your floors just because over the winter people are dragging in you know dirt and debris and with the dogs and everything else with the mud and everything um given I gave my floors such a good cleaning on Sunday it felt so good to just have nice clean floors it's almost like my favorite day you know my favorite day yes balanced checkbooks and clean sheets yeah I I coordinated like on the same time frame yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. Now I change my sheets like on the same like day every week. So like uh-huh. every single Saturday I change my every sheets. Week. We do ours on Sundays. So <laughs> usually anyways, sometimes I do them on Mondays though. Well, sometimes I do them on Sundays because then like at the end of the day, I take a nice shower and I get into a nice clean bed, Mm. new jammies. Yeah. So I was talking to Larry. (laughs) I don't know if he's still there right now, but I was talking to Larry a couple days ago or yesterday. And one of the things that he was doing was he was planting his flowers. So Mm -hmm. he was, you know, getting some of his spring, you know, little chores done and planting flowers is always a fun nice meditative thing to do around your house yeah and we are going to be doing some uh some spring flower arrangements around here like we do every year yeah um so we actually hired somebody Mm -hmm. um for our uh, administrative coordinator here at the office so she started last week um and so when I was going through some of the things with her one of it was um, I asked her, do you like the sun? Cause I don't like the sun. Um, and she said, I love the sun. Um, and I said, Oh, perfect. Because in the spring and summertime, we like to go out here and like water all the plants and water mm-hmm. the hanging plants and everything. And she was like, I can't wait for that. Aww. I love that. So she, that's her job. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm giving that to her. Oh, I can't, I can't can do it anymore. I wasn't picking off those dead things. I, don't know if I, yeah. I, don't know, I can't deadhead and things. Um, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with Sharon McNamara and Melissa Wallace. Our team members, uh, Mary Baker and Evis Mason, Mason, are at the Red Sox game tonight. So, ladies, if you're on your way in and you happen to be listening to us, have fun tonight. I gave Ed- Evis a little cash, and I said, here, buy yourselves a couple rounds of drinks nice. on me. Yeah. So, um, but if you have any questions for us regarding real estate, uh, 781 781- 837-4900. Larry uh, is at the studio and he can get you through to us and we can continue talking about this discussion. It seems to have gone by a lot faster than it did on Saturday. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like this is going by slower. Yeah. Well, I mean like our topics, like oh. like we talked about a lot of things. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So I feel like we have more energy tonight for some reason. Yeah, I know. I feel well. I don't know. We're on a we're on a fish high. Yeah, that's when Saturdays. <laughs> Saturdays is like you know people are calling us Tuesday night people. How come you're not calling us to say hello? Um, but anyways, go ahead. What else can we discuss? Um, in the inside, so we talked about air conditioning, um, sort of, and even if you use window units, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have central AC, you want to make sure that those are all, um, your, your window will actually support it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's good. Um, ceiling fans, I read that like you should reverse the setting on your ceiling fan to counterclockwise. So it pushes the air down, um, and it creates like a nice breeze. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. (laughs) Well, it's interesting, too, is because I sometimes will walk around my house with, like, a little notebook. Because, you know, like, sometimes I'll be, you walk, like, in my, my laundry room, my closet that I have in my laundry room where I keep all my laundry detergent. It's just, like, those wire like um, shelves yeah. and they sort of sank in the middle a little bit because the laundry detergent's so heavy. So it's been on my list of things. And I'm like, every time I open that up, I was like, Mark, he told me he was going to change those out for me. And I know that he's been so busy around doing stuff around the yard and everything. Um, but I think it's good to just walk around your house with a notebook and just yeah. sort of just have like a little, I guess you would call it a honeydew list um, and just make all those little you know, little comments, like some of the things too, I'm looking out our front window here, we're right in Pembroke Center, right across the street from Stop and Shop, like all the doors and screens, and you want to just make sure, you know, you know, the, um, the, the ceiling, the sealant, I just felt like we were on that show Pyramid, yeah, <laughs> or like, know? uh, what's the word, yeah, the sh- weather stripping, yeah, you know, around that, it's a good time to, you know, get all of those things adjusted, so, and here's the thing, we were talking uh, on Saturday when we were getting ready for Saturday's show, we were like, oh, do we talk about the importance of uh, curb appeal, there really isn't, yeah, <laughs> right now people I mean, are just buying houses right mm, now <laughs> yeah i know that right now i mean we'll probably talk about this maybe this weekend and next week a little bit more about you know buyer fatigue and buyer frustration and um you know with the interest rates have gone up i heard they're in the like five and a half right now and you know that's going to sort of you know put a little a little something in our market, I feel. And, oh, this is what I'll talk about. So my prediction last week on Saturday was that I feel that we're going to have a situation where we're, we're going to have even less inventory as we're coming into the fall, mm-hmm. going through the summer and into the fall. And my reason for that is because the interest rates are going up. So there may be a group of people who are like, all right, I'm just going to wait until the kids get out of school. I'm going to put my house on the market. Um, or somebody who's just like, you know what, I just want to have one more summer here mm-hmm. in this house mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do it in the fall. We're always very, very busy in the fall. And I just think with the interest rates going up and, you know, a lot of people took advantage of refinancing when the rates were so low. I know when, when I refin- when I refinanced my house, it was like 2.375, mm-hmm. you know? So I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to say, why would I leave this low interest rate to go to a smaller house and probably have a mortgage mm-hmm. or have a bigger mortgage mm-hmm. with more, you know, with a rate. So I feel like we will probably have another slowdown. Um, but then somebody oh, wanted yeah. to school your, me. Yeah. yeah. So somebody wanted to school me on that and sent me a text and said that the, um, the, mom, 
moratorium. How do you say that word? The moratorium. The moratorium. Yeah. So that has ended. Yeah. So a lot of people who had put their, you know, they weren't paying their, um, their mortgage, mm-hmm. remember, because of COVID mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people are losing their jobs and everything. So that is coming to an end. They just extended it again, I think, through August. I just feel like they're going to continue to, to continue to extend that. But those people, a lot of people didn't fully understand the rules yeah. that went along with that. We talked about this, I think, with Jasmine. I think mm. we had talked to, was it her that she was on the show? Jasmine Glasgow from uh, mm. Maritime Mortgage. We were talking about people not understanding really what it is that they were doing. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, so now all these people, I mean, some of the banks were like, okay, we're just going to let you tack your payments onto the end, which is, okay, that's fine. But then there's another group of people, it's like if you haven't been paying, they're expecting like a one lump balloon payment when when it all ends. I mean, there's no way that anybody had been saving up that money. If yeah. they didn't have a job, they didn't have the money. So how yeah. were they going to be able to pay that back? Yeah. So the person who was educating me, and I love that, um, was saying that chances are we'll see foreclosures that will come up. Um, and so that might bring in some more inventory. So, and that's another whole, you know, that's, I mean, I remember that market with foreclosures and yeah. short sales. It was... Well, I I hope that's not what happens for Mm -hmm. us to get more inventory. I mean, that would be terrible. We never want to see somebody have to, you know, leave their home because of that. Um, Well, and the problem is, is if they even, if banks foreclose on people's homes because they can't pay that, there's no place for people to go. I'm on the affordable housing committee in the town of Pembroke. And we talk about this all the time. Like, what are we going to do? Like, there's no, there's no affordable apartments. There's no place for people to go. So I also said that last year, my prediction was we are making a clear delineation between the have and the have nots when it comes to the housing industry. And I don't like it at all, but so we only have three minutes left. Yeah. Do you want to uh, let people know um, how they can find us and listen to our past shows? Yeah, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com, listen to any of our past shows. Um, you can go to your podcast app, Spotify. Um, you can say Alexa, play. Alexa, play. Talk Real Estate yeah. Roundtable. You can look up. We're, we're so famous that you can mm-hmm. even look up our names and it'll <laughs> pop up. <laughs> um, but you can listen to any of our past shows there. You can go to bostonconnect.com, get all of our content information. Give me a call here at the office, 781-826-8000, and I can connect you to either our team or anybody here at Boston Connect. We've had um, quite a few agents Mm. recently join us, um, so that's fun. We love having some guests, especially one of our own. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's great recognition for them and promote their listings and everything. That's one of the things we love to do. We love to highlight our agents. We feel as if we have the best of the best, and we're like a little family here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Mm -hmm. Everybody helping everybody out. I know last week Trish and Nick were on with Mary. Yep. And then the week before you had Kristen on. No, I had um, Susan oh, Solis yeah, Susan and Solis Michelle Fay. Michelle Fay. Um, the and week then before. Kristen. I feel like we. I had Kristen on the week before. Yep. So yeah, we've had um, we've mm-hmm. had quite a few quite a few of our agents. So if you want to get in touch with any of them from our past shows, again, bostonconnect.com, 781-826-8000. Any final words? What are we talking about this weekend? I don't know what we'll talk about this weekend. If you have any ideas for us, though, we would love to hear them. So you can send us an email at realestate at bostonconnect.com or you can call us at the office, 781-826-8000. You can even send me a text, 781-294-4848. That 45 minutes just went by very quickly. So I hope that everybody enjoys their Tuesday night. Go Red Sox. And Larry, thank you. It was fun having you with us tonight. 
Thank you, guys. All right. Sending Larry some hugs. So uh, there we go. We'll see you, everybody, next week. Have a good one, everybody. We'll be here Saturday, too, 10 a.m. WATD-FM Marshfield, WMEX Quincy, WBMS.